Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast, episode 228. Whoa! 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 The show is brought to you by Clavio, your growth marketing partner for your clients or your own business, and Yoast SEO, where you can unlock really cool extra features for SEO of your clients' Woo shop. I'll tell you more about our pod friends later in the show, but for now, let's dive into the podcast as Brad Williams and myself talk with Remkus DeVries about the full circle back to running an agency, as well as how WooCommerce continues to play a major role for him as he moves forward. Hey, Bob WP here. I'm with my distinguished co-host, Brad Williams. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Hey, look at me. I'm distinguished. Yeah, really. <laughs> it happens every once in a while. You might be the first person to say that about me, Bob, <laughs> yeah. but I appreciate it. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing good. You know, we. I feel like I'm having double vision here. Kind of bizarre. Nobody else sees the videos, but I um, thought maybe you could introduce our, our illustrious guest. Yes, our illustrious guest, my evil twin. All the way from the Netherlands, <laughs> Mr. Rimkiss. How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you all? Doing great. Doing great. I mean, you're the evil one, right? I think we established that. I, I, I think we're going back and forth on this. One of, us, one of us is at one point. We agreed not to share it, but it's going back and forth. I think it depends on if I'm in Europe. I'm probably the evil one. And if you're yeah. in the U.S., <laughs> you're the evil one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. So we'll see how that works with the podcast. Because, you know, how what role will you play here being online? No, we're both good, Bob, because we're at home. So, but yeah, Remkes, we, I mean, we've known each other for a long time. Um, I don't remember when we exactly first met, but it's been... Uh, Tybee Island, 2012. Okay, yeah, I was about to say about 10 years, so that's about right. Wow, is that 10 years ago? Yeah, that's crazy. WordPress Community Summit in Tybee Island. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. Um, but we've, uh, you know, we noticed some similarities in the way that we work. Rimkiss is a little bit bigger than me, even though I call him my mini-me. You're a pretty big guy, though. 6'4". <laughs> uh, Tall. 6'4", yeah. yeah. okay. Well, I'm only 6, so... Um, but yeah, we've, we've always hung out a lot, had a lot of fun. Um, you know, you've been in my neck of the woods. I've been in your, you know, neck of the world. And, um, it's always been a fun time seeing my, my evil twin from the other side of the pond. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell us from, cause what are you up to? I know you've had some big announcements lately. So why don't you give us a little rundown of, of where you're at these days? What are you, what are you working on? What are you doing? Yeah. For the last, uh, almost two and a half years, I've been working at, uh, Surfbolt. Premier hosting company, high uh, focus on performance, and um, as part of the management team, let's say from in, in in the stages of going from a startup to a scale up. So lots of things happening uh, left and right. And uh, as much as I loved doing that, there was a little part of me that wanted to have my independence back. Which is, um, if you don't know, I've had a WordPress agency since two thousand six. And, um, I, yeah, I, 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 it started itching, um, wanting to, you know, be the master of your own ship again. So, um, about a month ago, um, we came to an agreement, very friendly one where, um, uh, I am to go on my own again. So, uh, rebooting my agency and the, the, the focus that I'm 
um, sort of want to have as the main, uh, this is what I do now, is the, uh, the whole performance side of things, which is becoming more and more of a, uh, a complex matrix of things to fix. I had a focus on it previously, specifically on uh, the more complex type of sites, be that either uh, news publishing sites or community sites or uh, e-commerce, WooCommerce sites specifically. Getting them to scale is not easy if tons of people are logged in because then you're, you can't rely on the good old, let's just cash the heck out of it and uh, hope everything goes well. So um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very eager to pick that back up and um, start making, uh, making waves again in that direction. Yeah, you have an interesting path through different, I guess, your career and, and you know, being on your own. Because you had an agency, and then you, went, you worked at Yoast for a little while, right? Yep. Yoast, Yoast SEO, everyone's very familiar with. So you're working in a product space. And then you moved on to the, the hosting server with Serverbolt in the hosting space. And now you're back in the agency world, running your own, running your own ship. So you're kind of bookended with the, um, in the agency space, which is a, it's an interesting kind of, I guess, cycle back to where you started in a sense. Right. Yeah. And not one that you typically hear. I feel like usually when someone exits the agency or client services space, they're gone. (laughs) Yeah. And and that most certainly is, is a large trend. Uh, you see it happen everywhere. The the larger the hosting companies, the bigger the product and agency uh, companies they're they're gobbling up. It's um, it's the trend of the last uh, I would say three four years. So I, I, I'm I'm not against working at uh, Servbolt as uh, as the hosting company. Um, that in itself isn't isn't a problem for me. It's more of let's call it a deeper desire to be on my own two feet again, just do what I envisioned to do, have my own focus uh, instead of being governed by an outside uh, focus. And there's not nothing negative about it. It's more of a, for me, it's a very personal thing. I feel like I'm more at ease, more at peace, more in, in, in the direction that I need to be if and when I'm on my own. And um, it's a combination of a whole bunch of small things. There's nothing large happening. Um, But it did make me uh, uh, pull the trigger on uh, uh, exiting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's it's funny because I feel like people, you know, go from running their own business to working somewhere because they're tired of. Of, of that, right? They're tired of it all being on them in a sense. And and it's exactly why I did. Yeah. There's definitely pros and cons of that, right? Like, cause I love, obviously I'm in the same situation. I have my own company I have for over, over 10 years. Uh, and I love it. And if I were ever to consider doing something else, it would have to be an insane opportunity because the, the, you know, it, the, the value of, of me being able to kind of set goals for myself, you know, basically drive the, the the company forward in the way that I think and with my partner Lisa the way that we think makes the most sense. Yeah. It's hard to give up, you know? But then there's the stressors that come with that. So like it's a it's a balance, I guess. But it is. And at the time that I started working for Yoast, uh, I I was done. I I I didn't care too much about the agency life. Um I had good clients, I had uh fun projects, but for uh like there was a 
there was a, there were there were quite a few reasons why I was burned out because I think in a sense I, I was and and Yoast uh, from Yoast SEO um, uh, stepped up to the plate and helped me out in a great many ways um, and that was my exit that was perfect that was exactly what I wanted and I I did that for two and a half years uh, then found greener pastures um, I've done that for almost two and a half years now. Um, and yeah, it, I, I, I feel the reasons why I wanted to not be on my own. They're, they're essentially no, no longer there. Yeah. If, if, uh, if listening to yourself is, uh, so listening to your own thoughts, right? Like the, the little hints that you give yourself, but you just ignore because you're on a path and you're going and there's direction and uh, you just, uh, uh, keep doing your thing. Um, it's hard to pick up those signals. So I've been working hard on listening to those signals, like more on the intuition side of things. And when those signals keep popping up more and more, I have to respect that as, as difficult as it may be, or I have to at least start giving it attention and like, what is this, what does this signal actually mean? Like, am I, am I still doing the things that excite me the most or am I just having fun? Or am I not having fun at all? And, you know, those are tough questions to ask when you're on a moving train. Uh, but at a certain point, you, you have to. You have to listen. The, the burned out state I was in, um, I didn't listen. And now I'm listening. And now I'm, 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 I'm super convinced that I can find a mode where all the burnout elements are no longer there or properly mitigated. So I can have fun again at the thing that I like doing. And what I like doing is, uh, is scaling sites. Um, yeah, the, the gratification in making a a site that has a lot of potential but is not living up to its potential um, actually do what it's supposed to do in the best way. So, yes, I'll build sites. Yes, I'll uh, start from scratch and stuff like that. But my focus is going to be on, hey, you're running into stuff that's stopping you from excelling, right? From simple uh, server performance or site performance or... Uh, even business performance side of things all the way to whatever comes after that. And that's, that's what I like to do. That's what I've always done. Um, what I've never done is make that a core focus, which is what I'm doing now. Yeah. I like that because, but you were talking about the inner voices. I mean, I've been doing this self-employment thing for 30, 35 years. And there was times I was always, you know, tempted. Should I do this? Should I do that? And even like, I, I believe about six, seven years ago, I actually applied for one job after that long. And I think I did it for all the wrong reasons. I was kind of just looking, you know, I maybe told myself, oh, maybe I'm low burnout or whatever, but it was more stability, you know, oh, I just want that stability there. And I didn't get it. And I, afterwards, it was almost like I was relieved uh, like you said, that little voice told me that now nah, you didn't really want to do this after that. Yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're kind of you're stuck in your ways. And it's yeah, it's it's a big one. The one thing I wanted to ask you is and you just you touched on it a bit starting over because you're rebooting, but you're really starting at scratch again because of timeline you went through so it's almost a mix of rebooting like, yeah, I'm back with my agency, but. Here I am, brand new. So it's a real interesting dynamic there. 
So one of the things I kept having was the the business entity of my um, my agency. Um, I had still some uh, small clients in there, but I think the, the the trend of what we see happening in the uh, not just the WordPress space but the general web development stages uh, of a company going uh, through their stages of maturity, uh, you see that finding your niche essentially is where it's at. So what are the things that excite you and what are the things that you're really good at are ideally uh, the same thing. And those have always been the things for me, but I've never really... Uh, at least not on the website, had a high focus on it. So I started doing WordPress as uh, end of 2004. I was sick and tired of uh, Joomla sites that I was creating for clients, found WordPress, and then kind of played with it. And then what was it, 2005, when pages were added, the end of, end of 2005, 2006? So pages were there, and I was then like, okay, Dear client, you're not asking me to do this, but I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to switch your site from Joomla to WordPress, and I'm not going to charge you for it because it'll make my life much better. And that's essentially how it started. So at that time, anyone really diving into WordPress templating and understanding how that thing worked could make um, a, a good living because at the time, there weren't that many doing this. Now, as time progressed, um, the, the, there's, there's a great many more people joining the same space. The market is a lot bigger as well. Obviously, we're at, what is it, 43% now? But what I've noticed is that over the last, say, six, seven years, you see a strong focus on what is the niche I want to be in for most agencies. So the, the allegorical uh, I'll just build your site. I'll do your SEO. I'll do your content. I'll do your uh, social marketing, uh, social media marketing, all that type of stuff. Those types of agency have either grown to being as large that they still can do it, uh, and there's, those are relatively uh, uh, cheap sites, versus those agencies that have started focusing on a very particular. It doesn't have to be a, a small niche, but at least a subset of types of sites they enjoy to work with. Uh, there's agencies that only do WooCommerce. There's agencies that only do news publishing sites. There's agencies that only do NGOs, right? So those are different types of markets. Um, I've always done the mix of those, but I ha have always had a profile of, um, let me take care of the more complex sites. Uh, I've had many befriended agencies who have forwarded its sites to me, like, I'm not sure if I, I should be able to, if I should be doing this one. So why don't you do this one? Most of my work was by word of mouth instead of being found on the internet for some reason. Um, so I've never had to have a strong focus on my site. To, you know, this is what I'm about. And as I've mentioned in the, the conversation before we uh, hit record, uh, I've given myself a full month to actually have a proper site, landing pages, everything, uh, conversion-minded, all those things. So, Brad, this is my official. I will have a different site in a month. You know, you should check out WordPress because you can launch sites very quickly on that platform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of it? It's, <laughs> I have, I have. Hey, everyone. Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. 
When it comes to your client sites, for WooBuilders, it helps you to know that 57% of consumers under the age of 35 are making online purchases more than twice a week. Yet nearly 70% of those consumers in North America have data privacy concerns when they shop. 5,000 online shoppers shared how they shop in 2021 and how they prefer to hear from e-commerce brands. So what does this mean for WooCommerce builders? Find out in the 2021 Clavio Consumer Report. You can access the full report in the Clavio Friends of the podcast profile at dothewoo.io slash friends slash Clavio. It's a fact. Yoast SEO works seamlessly with WooCommerce. And whether it's for yourself or your clients, Yoast unlocks extra tools, features, and SEO for some serious online selling and competition. The products will stand out in search results while you get the best practice SEO on the technical side. And to top that off, you are not alone. Their e-commerce SEO training is included with the purchase of Yoast SEO to help you and your clients learn how to get the most out of the features it includes. Just visit Yoast.com and boost up the discovery of you or your client's online shop. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. Now, I, I love the idea of like niching down, you know, um, you know, we've seen it the past few years with agencies, like you said, like find that area of focus that truly excites you and then go all in because from a marketing angle, and like you said, if, if the website is a, is a vehicle to bring in your ideal client, if you're in the situation where that needs to happen, uh, it does make it easier. You know, if you only work on WooCommerce and that's all you talk about on your blog and all you talk about on social, um, the traffic's going to come and the projects are going to come around WooCommerce eventually, right? Or performance, you know, in this case. So I think it definitely makes the marketing and kind of s- even the sales side of it, I think, a little bit more targeted, certainly more targeted and, and hopefully a little bit easier in a sense um, to find those ideal clients and those those clients that you're actually going to be passionate about versus just another client that maybe you don't really care about, but you need a paycheck. Right. So I, mean, I love that idea. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm doing my best to not end up with those types of clients. Uh, and I hope to be in the position where I can be uh, turning down. <laughs> doesn't sound very nice, but uh, letting them go gently. Uh, but yeah, th- th- there needs to be more than a little bit of a match between what I like doing and what the client actually needs. Yeah, I'm 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 rebranding in terms of uh, of of uh, of focus and uh, the uh, I think the catchphrase I'm going with now is uh, uh, WordPress performance specialist or WooCommerce performance specialist, something along those those lines. So the looking at these last you know kind of the break you took and your involvement with the different you know e-commerce publishing. Yeah. It sounds like you're kind of upping your game on the e-commerce side of things at this point, getting back into the agency market. So I, I'm, I'm making it a, a visible primary focus. Uh, it's always been, um, I think, the mix of uh, of sites have of if, if I did ten sites, let's say, I'd say four to five had been uh, WooCommerce always. And I think the the switch that I'm doing in in WooCommerce itself is more. It's, or less just building, more building and maintaining and optimizing. 
Um, so the building part can be a rebuild. Most likely it will be. There's always been a strong focus on e-commerce. Like even before WooCommerce was there, I already had uh, e-commerce uh, sites running. So what was that called? Uh, Shop with double P. Yeah, that's old. Never really got anywhere, but uh, it was there before WooCommerce was. Jiggle Shop. I've even had Jiggle Shop shops. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, another great thing about like performance and, you know, kind of SEO falls into this bucket and security too is is it's it's ongoing. You know, it's, you're never done. It's never a set it, forget it. We score in all hundreds. Like you could score a hundreds across speed tests and come back a few months later and be scoring terribly. And, you know, like you always have to monitor it and, and, you know, take action and steps to keep your performance, you know, in check. Cause it does over time get worse for whatever various reasons, you know? Um, yeah, it, it most certainly does. I've had clients who just keep installing every single thing that they find mildly interesting in terms of maybe this is something for me. But performance is a, is a is an interesting thing because most people see performance as does it just work fast for me? Um, and uh, the the great distinction between what I see as performance and uh, what the general public sees as performance. For me, the, the, the raw uncached site needs to be performant. And if that's performant, then anything else you do after that, like uh, from, from any version of caching that you do, uh, any implementation of Cloudflare, uh, uh, Nginx, uh, uh, proxy caching, all of those things, those are extra. Those are just, you know, um, stuff that makes it even nicer. But the raw uncached site needs to be as performant as you can possibly make it. And a wonderful example of a client that uh, added a plugin thinking, this is a great feature I'd like to have on my site that totally screwed up uh, the performance uh, because their uncached version was just not good enough, is that plugin added a cookie for every single visitor. Meaning, if you don't know, if you have a cookie present for that site, your cache is invalidated. Cache doesn't work. So they would have all of their clients, and it was a respectable large site, a large shop. They would have all of their clients uncached, browsing through their site, and doing campaigns on top of that. So, yeah, the site went down all the time. Wonder why? Optimizing in, th- in that kind of direction is uh, is is where my expertise lies in, in understanding. Okay, this is the feature that you want, but let's find the way to do that in the most scalable way, in the most performant way, and you know. It's not one step forward and two steps back, essentially. Yeah. Clients can definitely be their own worst enemy sometimes. Um, and I think the the easiness of installing a plugin with a couple clicks, very very much like installing an app on your phone with a couple clicks. Yeah. But, you know, obviously a plugin can impact the entire site and not just, you know, an app not working on your phone. It's not probably not going to affect your entire phone, right? So but I feel like people are in that mindset. Let me just try something. Oh, it didn't do what I want. Maybe they leave it. Maybe they don't. Why are they adding it not through a GitHub repository or something? Yeah, so the, in an ideal scenario, and I, 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 when I say ideal, this is what I find as this should be the standard, but the um, uh, using a Git repository, deploying to server, not having your client touch anything on server is where I think it needs to start. Um, and that's for the simpler reason of um, you're hiring me to be the expert in this, right? So let me be the expert in this. So if you want to add a functionality, 
Uh, I know it's cumbersome. I know it has a longer turnaround time, but send me your request and I'll look at it. And we'll figure out what the best way to go forward is. That requires a different mindset from the client's perspective. I realize I'm making hand gestures, but nobody sees that. Um, but so the, the, the client needs to be educated. And we all know this to be true. But um, I really do think that if, uh, if the goal is to have your site be as performant from both the actual, uh, uh, the actual speed perspective as well as the business perspective that comes with it, then you need to start removing your hands away from server management and site management as a, as a store owner if that's not your forte. Yeah, and I mean the good thing too that that really helps with the you know solidifying how important performance is. Yes, it's important for your users. It's important for a user experience. Uh, but now that ranking on search engines like performance is such a major factor that has basically opened everyone's eyes that you know it has to be important and it has to work more for. It's not. It's more than just you know how quickly it loads for you necessarily. It's like, is it usable? And, and just the impact on SEO, like I feel like it's given everyone um, almost the okay to like, all right, we need to invest more in this. Like, great, our site looks awesome, but it also needs to be faster else it's not really accomplishing our goals and it might be hurting us. Yeah, if, if for a long time, e-commerce stores were about, does it look nice? Right. And then some effort went into, how do I present my product? Okay, great. Some effort went into uh, how do I do the most convenient, smoothest uh, purchase checkout? Um, and then it went silent for years on like, okay, I've done what I can do. This is my, this is my store. You know, dear clients, start, you know, start visiting. Start buying. Start buying, yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, this push from Google to say uh, performance is a ranking factor. Um, I, I do want to add that the um, what is fast is a difficult question to ask because Lighthouse is not the answer. Uh, uh, Pingdom is not the answer. Um, uh, what are all those tools that you can use to measure your performance, right? There's, there's a great many different ways of what measuring what actual performance is. Uh, some of those tools will tell you, yeah, your site is doing great. And other other tools will will tell you that same site in the same state will yeah and there's a lot to be improved here so it's 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 a it's a, almost a minefield of uh, options and possibilities that combined can ruin your site for the actual visitor but for the metric that you're using to measure it yeah you're doing great that, that, I just wanted to add that that's an, a very important component which is Google saying you need performance great, but what is performance? And there's a lot that you can do in that direction just to mind, just, just to make sure that uh, what it is that you're delivering is actually ticking all the boxes instead of focusing on one metric that doesn't necessarily mean the, the world. Um, Lighthouse is great to start. It's a good, good indication of uh, what your site does in a browser, but it's just a metric. It's not the metric, not the end all be all uh, it'll definitely tell you when you know your client uploads a 50 megabyte image in their yeah. hero <laughs> why, why you took a massive hit on performance this month <laughs> it still happens every now and then it does happen. someone will say i don't know why my image loads so slow and i go let me have a look oh there you go 
your page loads in about a 200 MB. Yeah, it happens. And that's the stuff like when working with clients, client services is the training aspect of it, you know, and if they don't have that level of, of understanding, there's of course tools and services you could tap into it to kind of force that in a way. Right. So they don't necessarily have to know, Hey, go optimize your images and Photoshop or something like most people don't know how to do that, but there's some great tools and services to automate that type of stuff. Yeah. So definitely a deep topic. I mean, there's so many other things we could into, get into like amp and, uh, yeah, let's not do AMP. Love, hate, every. I don't, are we even using AMP anymore? Like, are we just done with it? I'm not. I'm not. I was just talking to someone internally about that, and I was like, I, I think we're done with it. I need to look into that. But I, I think I saw a while ago that um, even voices within Google started saying or started not saying you need to do AMP. I'm generally not a fan of any standard or tool that Google puts out there. Uh, just given their abandonment rate over the years, um, if you've been in the industry a little bit longer than uh, than a decade, you've seen, oh, I don't know, hundreds of Google tools being introduced and abandoned afterwards. Um, but AMP, I have always felt it was adding a, a complexity layer that essentially should have been solved in HTML itself. I, I, I think it could have been solved differently. The, the whole concept of having different URLs for the same content, just because for the sake of performance, there's smarter ways of doing that. Um, that doesn't require an incre- incredibly complex solution on site and all the relevant things that work with that site uh, level. I, I, I never fully embraced it. I think I've only done three or four sites over the years. Uh, just because the client insisted it, I want this, so you got to make it happen. And then I give the counter arguments why that might not necessarily be the thing that's going to propel their site to where they think it should or could. But if they still go, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm aware, but I still want it. Fine, we can build it. There's, there's, you know, there's plugins for that, so it's not that difficult. I just don't think it's adding that uh, magic. Uh, sauce as it as they claim to do so long answer but yeah i i I think it's dying i think it's uh, just not going to be where they wanted it to be it feels like it's 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 in a slow death right now is what it feels like so yeah definitely i think the idea of what the goals were were good but you know i think the execution just yeah yeah political stuff that went around it um not so good so we should just go back to having a whole separate site for mobile i mean that wasn't so bad was it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> remember you used to have like a mobile theme and a, and a you know desktop theme and wasn't it dot mobile or something there was one point i, I remember yeah dot yeah, yeah 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 yeah, that was, was, yeah yeah something with that i remember i was oh it was a nightmare yeah, it was weird stuff it's still patchwork though i i'm i'm actually the, the the one standard in this area that i'm uh, a little bit sad about that never got the traction that it should have had is a PWA. Because I, I think what it offers, what it promises it solves, essentially is if done in a performant way, and it is uh, a standard that is uh, at least independent of one uh, uh, provider, Google, um, has the opportunity to offer everything that we want that is within AMP, mobile pages and all of those things. The push for that to be more integrated into how we use the web on our mobile phones, I think still has a, a great deal of potential. I don't know if it will ever get there, but 
I still think that is the technology that made, from my perspective, the most sense. Yeah, I don't think the tech will be slowing down anytime soon, which just, I mean, continual trends across all industries or mobile usage is taking over. Um, you know, some of our clients, it's almost 80, 90% mobile on their sites, which is kind of mind blowing in a sense, but that is the world we live in where it's mobile first across the board. So I, I it's gonna, we're going to keep iterating and growing the tech and coming up with hopefully good solutions to solve you know, the challenges of a really complex internet um, that can function on mobile devices. Well, look around you. As soon as you start walking outside where there's people, you'll see you'll see them looking on their phones. Oh, yeah. We're all looking on our phone. Nobody's actually yeah. looking up. Yeah. All righty. Well, um, yeah, this has been great. Uh, so, so one month from today is when your site will be all beautiful and everything. You already said that. So then... So in actually in seven months, then we'll have you back to see how things are going because then it'll be, have been a good solid six months. <laughs> see if it's really done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the the goal is to have it uh, ready before I drive off to uh, uh, Porto in uh, in uh, Portugal, where uh, where Camp Europe will be this year. Uh, the goal is to have it ready before I get in the car. So. Okay, well, I will find you at WordCamp Europe with my microphone and ask you, can what is the URL? Because everybody's going to want to come to your site then. Uh, I can give it now so you, everyone can uh, fact check me. Uh, TrueerThanNorth.com. Okay, cool. Where else can people connect with you? Where's other places? Uh, just Google my name, R-E-M-K-U-S, and I should be pretty much on top. Or, or Google my name and he'll probably show up too. Uh, Remkes de Vries WordPress um, can be missed, but uh, it's remkes.devries.frl, which is what my uh, personal site is. Uh, but uh, I'm obviously also on Twitter, so I have the advantage of having a unique name. So it's uh, if you know how to spell it, R E M K U S, you'll find me. All right, excellent. Well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, this has been great catching up see you in WordCamp WordCamp Europe soon so um, appreciate you taking the time thanks for having me hey everyone thanks again for tuning in to today's show I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends make sure and check out the 2021 Clavio Consumer Report to help you better understand your own clients at dothewoo.io slash friend slash Clavio and to ensure both you and your clients products stand out and compete in the search results yoast seo as you covered at yoast.com keep on following us on twitter at do the woo or if you haven't follow us now also you can always find us on our site at do the woo.io or if you prefer a podcast app you'll find us on just about every one of them until the next time keep on doing the woo